0: Mind Gap Podcast.
1: Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And Doug, if someone asks to be your apprentice and to learn all that you know, what is the one thing that you would teach them? What's the um, top thing you would teach them?
0: Well, boats are a depreciating assets. I mean, that's probably an ongoing joke. It's probably like, yeah, too easy. But uh, Someone's
1: apprenticing to learn about depreciating assets?
0: It's like, and I'm probably actually the worst person to learn from. I just be like, listen, that's a depreciating asset. That's a depreciating asset. That's a depreciating asset. You got it? <laughs> cool. Moving Run on now. <laughs> Moving on. Don't invest in appreciating assets. You're welcome. you welcome. Ta-da. <laughs> what would you, what would you teach them?
1: Uh, I would teach them uh, about uh, not, the, the value of continuing to record before you start a podcast, hmm, I've, I've and why's that, Justin? Because I uh, I have learned the hard way to not stop and delete things because <laughs> apparently yeah. that's gold that uh is just uh wasted, you know,
0: not not always. <laughs> well, it could have been who knows? Uh, you never know, I guess, you know, it could be something, but. <laughs> Most of the time, it's probably not. So, but what you know. would you teach you, them? Would
1: you teach them about working out? Would you teach them about uh, designing uh, for for learning? Would you teach them about like what would you do?
0: I would. I would tell them like I depend on what they want to learn because would I'm not going to be like. Would you say
1: why the fuck are you apprenticing with me? <laughs> probably. I'd be like, what do you want to know? Because
0: I'm not going to be the guy. that's like let me teach you about this thing, and they're like, I have zero interest in that. Yeah. Be like, great. Well, I'm going to teach you anyway, like, because that's going to be a real great experience for nobody, you know. Um, yeah. If they want to know about, you know, anything that I have in my knowledge, whether it's like, you know, learning how to design things or, you know, if they want to know, uh, you know, how to podcast or whatever. Like, I'd be happy to share my knowledge. I'm always happy to share my knowledge, but it's really I'd have to cater it to them. Because they're like, Doug, tell me all about fashion. I'd be like, this shirt doesn't fit me that well, so I don't think I'm the right person you want to talk to. About
1: <coughs> I would that. want, I would want 100% lean into an a topic that I have, I know nothing about, and I would see Just how far, it. yeah, how far can we get down that rabbit hole before they start questioning my authority? Yeah, on the for subject.
0: me, probably pretty quick. If you, you know, you're like, ah, oh, tell me all about cars. I'm like, well,
1: I disagree. I think starts
0: with the tire juice. You know, <laughs> you gotta make sure it's juiced real. You know. <laughs> You got to milk you got to milk them every day. That's why they have little nipples right. on those tires. You got to milk them otherwise they get real they get real mad. Yeah. You get, know? They,
1: they, they, it'll start sloshing around and you get horrible traction in the winter. Mm-hmm. Cuz as we it gets know too heavy. Yeah, things expand and contract with, based on the seasons.
0: That's true. Based on the seasons, that's the way of putting it. That's it. Based on the,
1: it's contracting season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there goes my knee. It's contracting season. It must be contracting season my, my knees. My knees acting up again money shrunk to half its size it's contracting season did you did you
0: feed the fuel demon because if you don't feed the fuel demon then the car won't start it won't go-go you know it's a no-no on the go-go It's
1: a no-no on the go-go you gotta feed that fuel demon that's right yeah 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 did you
0: do you speak infernal because
1: did you did you charge your headlights before you went to bed last night i hope so because if not (laughs) Those those are. Did lit- you replace them with the fireflies? Right, those are lithium you know? batteries. They drain.
0: <laughs> those are lithium fireflies. Those are if lithium you don't,
1: fireflies. it's nanotechnology. That's nanobots. <laughs> nanotechnology.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's like you can't see them. They're that small, but they generate light. There you know? are. Trillions. They die very quickly. Yeah,
1: there are trillions of them in there, and you've got it. You've got to, about every week you have to go in and cycle them out.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, you know, it's just not going to go. Then well. you can't see. Yeah. I- is is your fart? is your fart pipe all uh cleaned out otherwise it's going to get clogged up and then <laughs> let me tell you the fuel demon is going to be real pissed yeah. if it uh, if that if that fart pipe's not cleaned
1: okay. I think we did it, Justin. I think we it. I think, we, nailed I think it. we taught someone about cars.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. We taught, taught them how to lie. We're teaching you how to lie. <clears throat> Maybe lie that's the best that's ability. it.
1: I think we would you and I would teach someone about how to just commit when you don't know what you're yeah. talking about.
0: Commit or just be like, "Man, these old people are full of shit, you know, they're a bunch of liars, you know, them not to trust the world, yeah. you know, we'll say, this is an experience of not, don't believe everything you read online. There you go. Right. That's what that's what just learned, it's, you know,
1: dude, it's fucking getting, it's getting rough. Did you hear uh, not to, we we typically don't Let's like do to it. get uh, political, but did you hear about that? Uh, John Fetterman, what happened? Uh,
0: the
1: He's the Pennsylvania yeah. It's Fetterman, right? Yeah, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a Democratic senator who is, uh, I guess, in some, some – uh, is it Bob oh. something? And oh, he, I know who this is. Bob he, Menendez. Bob Menendez. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so he – so now that um, uh, Santos has been ousted, yep. he's doing mm-hmm. cameos now. Cameo. And so Fetterman paid $200 to have uh, Santos do a cameo addressed to, to, to Bob – uh, saying basically, like, I think it was
0: Bob Menendez's son.
1: <laughs> what
0: I think he sent that had George oh, Sant's got camera to, to uh, Bob Menendez's son yeah. asking him why he hasn't resigned.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, either way, like I, I was listening and I'm like, this is why it's so hard to trust anything online because any other before all of this broke open around 2017, 2016. Uh, you would read that and go, there's no way that's possible. There's no way that's true. Right. No way a senator did that. And now we just live in a fucking circus. We yeah. live in a goddamn circus. And it's impossible. <laughs> it's getting harder and harder to uh, to know what's true and what's an Onion article come to life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild
0: sometimes, uh, the headlines that you read. <laughs> um, and uh, Seth posted this in uh, the channel not that long ago where was it let me see if i can find it it was when uh henry kissinger died (laughs) (laughs) he took uh there was competing headlines right next to each other in his google search and they were very distinctly different from one another okay um let's see if i can find it here real quick here we go yeah one of them from rolling stone says henry kissinger war criminal beloved by america's ruling class finally dies Right next to one from CNN that says Henry Kissinger, a dominating and polar force in U.S. foreign politics, dies at 100. Very distinct language Very... in those two.
1: Oh God, I love it.
0: The finally dies part is what gets me. He's finally dead at 100.
1: <coughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, I, I I listened to some of the uh, some some of the um. My favorite late night, uh, the the late night hosts that are a little bit lean more into the political, and uh, just some of the mm-hmm. stuff they had to say about him was was just marvelous.
0: And then the Onion had had a headline that said, "Iconic Napalm Rights Advocate Dead at One Hundred." <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's fantastic. I'm telling you, man. I when we were back in like that I feel like when we were back in college that was the heyday uh, of yeah we're well, not the heyday it was it was still a high time for the Onion and they were still publishing papers and I always remember going around and pulling a paper before I went to class and actually reading reading the stuff in the Onion and it was marvelous and I lost track of it for a while and then I started following them on Instagram again and their headlines are just they they're they're wonderful they're, their staff of writers over there are fucking phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it's unparalleled, the kind of stuff that they're they're able to conjure up and 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 do on a regular basis. It's it's so well done. I constantly find myself laughing. There's another one called uh, Hard Drive News that also does a lot of great stuff. They do kind of like video game stuff, but also like political things as well. And their headlines are satirical and amazing all the time. Like it always tickles me, the stuff that they come up with. So very well done. I... I'm always uh, impressed at the kind of stuff that they're able to to pull off.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's sad. Like I said, though, that uh, that that the actual news is becoming becoming living, breathing art, uh, headlines from those types of types of uh, uh, institutions. We'll say,
0: yeah, it's uh, it's exhausting. It really to say the is. least, it's exhausting and it's embarrassing and um, it's a goddamn show and. The crazy part is, most of Americans, because that's all I can speak for, uh, don't pay attention. No, to this. Just, like they don't know. They don't. They don't think the to that. No. Well, what I mean is also like they just what's going on. Oh, just, just being aware and, of it. In news, saying. yeah. They just they're just tuned out. They don't they don't really know what's up, and then um, they'll probably be like, "Oh shit, it's an election." And I was this person, so I I can definitely do this. Yeah. I try not to be that person now. I'm I'm pretty active with listening to news and things like that but a lot of people are just like hey man I'm just trying to get by every day and that's also pretty scary yeah because uh, it sucks to be consumed by news every single day because it's fucking depressing and Oh, it's sad it is and- yeah it's like watching the stock stock market and just looking at like five minute charts and just seeing what's happening every five minutes. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my god, look at the ups and the down. It, it's it's like that every day. You're like, oh, we're up, and oh boy, we're really down today. And it's just there's a lot of it's there's a lot of there's a lot of tough stuff going on. And having that much access to information uh, comes at a cost to your mental health mm-hmm. and to your emotional stuff. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. like I want to be aware, but I also have to tell myself there's only so much I can do. I can't physically do much to change a lot of the stuff. I can absolutely be aware. I can donate if I have to. I can, you know, spend time. I can do that sort of stuff, but my outside voice of that, necessary,
1: whatever, like, and then, yeah. And yeah,
0: but at the end of the day too, I also have to be like, I need to focus on, you know, my family, and my community, but it also yeah. makes me sad when I think about that. Cause you know, you hear stories going on about some of the really rough stuff in the world. I'm like, that could be here. You know, what oh, I mean? easily, like that can yeah. happen. That could happen anywhere. We just happen to be in a spot where it's not happening. Right. And so it's really easy to be like, well, that's not happening here. Anyway, let's watch this football game. Can you believe Florida State didn't make it into the college playoffs? That's crazy. <laughs> you know, like that dominates, yeah. you know, whatever. And and it's it's pretty depressing to know that, you know, there's people that don't have homes right now. Yeah. Or there's wars <clears throat> taking place or the fucking volcanoes erupting and all sorts of shit. Earthquakes shattering. Countries and whatever, and we're just like, man.
1: Well, it's a dub- they were
0: thirteen and zero, and Alabama was twelve and one. Yet still, they just favor the SEC. This is bullshit, you know.
1: It's a double edged sword because uh, <clears throat> I feel like um, with the twenty four hour news cycle, which I feel like we have mm. the the idea of the concept of the twenty four hour news cycle, we have rocketed past that. It's now somehow we've packed more because of the amount of sources now where you can consume information mm. it feels like we've packed 48 hours into 24 hours like it's i don't even know what to call it now it's it's it is some some other some other multi-headed beast altogether. but i feel like maybe it, like a hydra uh you know not nah, it, that it sounds made up um we'll <sighs> get there we'll get there uh maybe like a like a medusa's head scalp maybe like the the split ends of a medusa's yeah no okay yeah, anyway that works uh it, it is its own its own Hydra at this point um because I, I, again like I was saying double-edged sword though because <clears throat> there's there's so much that we didn't have to we we didn't have the use to um be subjected to we would get our news at at in the morning and at, in the evening you know we'd read it in the paper maybe there was breaking news that that broke in during the day you know uh you know, fighting erupted in in you know uh Israel Gaza like that would have kind of broken in, and like you, know, we'll follow more at more at eleven or something like that, and we could go about our our, our day. But at the same time, um, how lucky are we that we do get to see how, everything that's going on? Like we we are able to follow this almost to a a, a uh, consume like allowing yourself to be consumed by a level, and you can you know then the, the amount of reporting that's that's happening on what is going on over there. And so you can actually form these things of being like, man, I, I I had no idea it was so bad. What can I do to help? So it, it's this weird double-edged sword where it educates you into things that you've never been uh, given this much access to, but at the same time, is this much unfettered access healthy? Because you can lose yeah. yourself to it. So I. You it's know. tough.
0: You know, it's interesting because I think you know I used to think you know back in you know olden times you know early you know we'll say you know late 1700s or whatever when people got mail like once a month right? and it was a big deal uh, the movie The Patriot c- classic just you know guilty pleasure for me that movie um, but there's a part early on in the movie like it starts with you know this family on this plantation in South Carolina like there's a mail writer and everyone about creams their jeans because they're like the mail's here right. like it's such a big deal because they don't have any news and they get it and they're like the the teenage boys are like staring at the mail like we want to open it. They're like, wait for father, right. Father will be the one that opens it. And they're just like pretending to read or paint their little figurines or like, is, is their dad kind of looks at it and just kind of walks past. He's like, so what's in the mail? They get up and they run over, they start ripping open stuff to be like, what's in the mail? Yeah. Like they couldn't, they couldn't wait to find out information yeah. about stuff. And it made me think about how, you know, misinformation must've really propagated because you didn't have much, you know, you had word of mouth, primarily and, you know, you what not. You, you, you couldn't verify with, like, two sources. Right. It's like, yeah, you, you'd have different things. It was obviously a lot of bias and things like that. And today, it's just – it's it's not a whole lot different. It's just more complicated, right? Because yeah. anyone can post anything anywhere. And the production value of a lot of stuff, you know, that comes out makes people seem authoritative right. without them having any – or stating any credentials. My favorite thing right now is rich people – who are talking basically they're doing math on little videos for you they're like you know if uh I, sleep sleep is a lie
1: oh, I, I don't think you need fucks, sleep yeah
0: i don't think you need sleep i mean I, I i mean i me four hours of sleep a day you know why because that means i have 20 hours you know a day to to, to be productive and if you stack that up over a week and then over a month, they're just they're like showing right. you like, look, I can do math. I have two you know? days or someone's like, for every
1: one day you have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and what I've learned too, and there's another guy was like, for me to make four hundred thousand dollars a year, that means I need to make X amount of dollars a month, X amount of dollars a, a week. That breaks down to X amount of dollars a day. And if you break it down by hour, it's X amount of dollars by hour, and that's X amount of dollars a minute. And I'm like, cool. Congrats. You use the calculator on your phone to (laughs) divide by the appropriate amounts, showing us that you know the value of time. And I'm like, but you're not taking into account. I'm like, okay, but when do you sleep? Mm -hmm. Because that should factor into the equation because you're not awake 24 hours a day. But also what I learned is like, oh, and there's this really bad one too that I saw. This guy, it was bad. He goes, you know, when I look back on, you know, early America, you know, And just working really hard, you know, the way I look at it is like, if the slaves could do it, I could do it too. And I'm like, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? He's like, yeah, man, they worked all the time, you know? Oh, Jesus Christ. And I was like, what? And of course, white guy saying this, He's like, you know, I just, I'm thinking to myself, you know, if they could work hard, I could work hard too. (laughs) And this guy that was like reacting to it goes, okay, well. Oh my God. A lot of problems here, but also, gee, I can't wait to wait to make twenty million dollars so I can work twenty hours a day. Right? Hooray! I thought wealth was supposed to free you from the from the binds of like your daily life, but that's kind of the stuff that I see from these guys. It's the idea of this grind culture, which we kind of talked about yeah. last week with with bad advice and um, the idea that if you're not grinding every single day, you're failing. Right? Like you're weak, and I'm like listen man I, I've learned there's a limit to what I want to put up with mm-hmm. on, at, on a job uh, because I don't want to I don't want to be consumed by that right. and for the longest time I'm like I'm lazy I must just be a lazy guy that's just in my bones or whatever and I'm like no I'm actually pretty happy Yeah, pretty happy with my life pretty happy with my family we have a stable income um, I don't have to worry about a lot of things I'm like I'm doing fine like I don't need to crank out, you know, well, a million dollars a no. year. It's so funny. You know I, what I mean? I
1: just heard, uh, and it, it's to 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 put a, a a nice cap on that. Like you're like you were saying, like it's these people who are so out of touch with with reality. <laughs> you know, like the yeah, like uh, just the the example that that one individual used. I'm like, there are so many levels on which that is so out of touch and so tone deaf, and he doesn't even like it in his mind somehow this was this was this wonderful analogy of of uh this wonderful example that he was giving and anyone has that platform to give this advice now and it is just yeah. it's, it's it's horrifying i mean you it's and terrifying. i have a platform because we should not have this we should not be no. we have nothing of value to say we should not be no. allowed to tell tell people what we're thinking I'll be thanks for being here, here.
0: like and subscribe um you know but I agree with you because the thing is, especially in like the health and fitness world. Oh Jesus
1: Christ! That is just, just, just
0: full of bullshitters, man, and people who are just. Selling hawking their wares, hawking right. their 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 supplements, telling you that they'll go. To, I hate the grocery store ones. We're like, let's go to the grocery store and look at the ingredients and describe why everything is bad. Yeah. And they're such fucking hypocrites. Yeah. And they start like hawking these companies that they're affiliated with, but they don't tell you that they're affiliated with yeah. or whatever. And and the thing is, like, it's too easy to believe. Oh, it, it's too easy to believe because I don't understand how the fucking human body works. No. I don't understand nutrition that well at all. I take, I try to lean on people that, you know, like I'm like, that makes sense. I should do that and whatever. But when you have these fucking people that are just hawking their shit, just t- it's, it's too easy yeah. to follow. And, and honestly, when I look back, I'm like, this really isn't that different from the 1700s. No, there's still bullshit out there. Yeah, There's just a lot more access to that bullshit. Of it. Yeah. And for some reason I thought with the, with the advent of more like access, I felt and Maybe I'm wrong. And I, I, I could be wrong because m- maybe in my youth I didn't feel like there was this much bullshit out there. But I think it was. It just wasn't as much. Like, there were bullshit websites. I, we learned yes. how to tell what a bullshit website <clears throat> was. And they were pretty easy to spot. Oh, Very yeah. easy to spot. Very obvious that they were bullshit yeah. websites. And nowadays... Before they were
1: sophisticated.
0: Yeah. Nowadays, it's like I like you said. You, you put in... You have a decent camera... You can use your phone. Mm -hmm. Decent lighting. You have decent editing, which is really easy to access. Whatever. You can look fucking legit, man. You put a green screen behind you. make It seem like you're sitting at a news desk or something like that. I mean, you can... If you speak with authority. That's the whole point of... Yeah. If you're like, I sleep four hours a night and food, they say... People say food gives you energy. No. The way you get energy is by choosing to have energy. And I was like, excuse me, sir. (laughs) I beg your pardon. Food? Doesn't give you energy. Sleep doesn't give you energy. Yeah. You ever realize, like, when you oversleep, you actually feel more tired? <laughs> like, that doesn't mean sleep's bad, right. man. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's bad. Just, I don't know, man. I, I have a real issue with the idea of grind culture well, I, and how we need to be doing this every single fucking day. Yeah. And if you don't, then you're a fucking loser. You're a beta cu- beta <laughs> cuck loser. And, you know, you should, be, you should be lucky that you have a wife that's not getting stolen by one of these guys and fucked all the time because you're a fucking loser, yeah. you know?
1: These, the the alphas. I just It's so funny. I just saw uh, Instagram, uh, a reel today that was talking about the grind culture. And it was, I, I don't know if this would be considered a parable or not, but it, uh, it uh, the example was, it's the story of the fisherman. And there was this mm-hmm. guy who went on vacation who was taken out by a fisherman, and uh, he was talking to him about what he does. And the fisherman's like, I usually I fish for a couple hours in the morning. Then I come home, I sell my fish, and I go spend time with my family. And the, you know the, the businessman was like, well, you know, if you stayed on the water longer, you could catch more fish and you could make more money. And he goes, well, why would I want to do that? He goes, well, then if you make enough money, then you can hire people to come out with you and you can make even more fish. And catch even more fish and sell them and make even more money well why would i do that well then eventually you can incorporate and you can start a canning business and this and this and this and it kind of keeps going on and on and on and up and up and up and he goes you know and then by that point you're making you know millions of dollars and you're the ceo of this company uh and he goes well why would i want to do all that and he goes well then when you're the ceo you've got everyone working for you then you can you know go out you know fish in the morning and then come home and spend time with your family he's like right where i am now <laughs> and it's yeah. it's it's the idea of you you kind of return to where you started a lot of the time and it's yeah. the, the grind culture is this is the cyclical thing that never really pushes you forward it just kind of makes you look busy it makes you you're if running I in place
0: i was going to subscribe to a conspiracy theory uh-oh it's it's it would be something to do with capitalism mm. and the bullshit sort of methodology and the indoctrination that they put into folks basically telling them like if you don't work and provide an output, then you have no value. <clears throat> right. Yes. In this. Absolutely. In this. In this place. And to some degree, that's true, right? If you don't have money and resources, your options are limited.
1: We don't operate on that's, We don't operate on trade anymore. I can't go. No. I can't go catch some animals and sell pelts.
0: Yeah. Although, also, some of that's become nebulous, right? Like, there's people that make money being influencers. Well, that's right. Right. Exactly.
1: Like, and they'll teach you. <laughs> You can make money being an influencer, teaching people how to go trap and sell pelts like the Beaver King of Tribor.
0: Exactly. Yeah. God, you know, gods be praised. The Beaver King of Tribor. He is you know? a
1: huge influencer in Baldur's Gate.
0: Huge deal. You know what? That guy sure as shit is going to hunt all the beavers that he needs to. And then he's coming home to his, his place <laughs> to make the, the hide armor. He sure as shit ain't incorporating. No. He ain't doing that. No, he's Mm-mm.
1: got plenty of time to spend with his family.
0: That's right. Yeah. And by family, it's his taxidermy <laughs> animals that, you know, he's named right. that watch over his 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 tent. This one's so, Margaret.
1: Yeah. This one's Chester. He's wild. And wily. then there's Cornelius. He's a bad The one. wiliest of the bunch. Right. <laughs> you know? He knows what he did.
0: He's in timeout. Yeah. That's right. That's why he faces the back of the tent in the corner. Because he knows <laughs> what he did. You can't talk like that. Not here. Not here. You can't be racist here. In the woods, you do what you got to do. But here, you watch your language, Cornelius. This
1: is a civilized household, Cornelius. All right. Um, This town, we rely on this town for income. You cannot talk to people that way. Damn it. But you were saying about influencers. (laughs) Sorry to derail you.
0: Yeah. No, that's fine. No, the idea that, I mean, I I grew up with the idea, of too, of like, I got, you know, it's like the idea of like, I got to get good grades. I got to study so I can go to college so I can get a good job. So I can make money. And then you get sucked into the whole whirlwind of like, you know, for me, it was the corporate culture of like, I really want to provide, I want to give all my effort, I want to be there, I oh, want to yeah. do this, I want to do a good job, I want people to think that I have value so that they can look at me for other opportunities, that I could then earn more money, and then I will then have worth. And I remember feeling like such a piece of shit when I worked at the hotel. Yeah, And going to see one of my friends from college and uh, his, uh, you know, fiance, now wife, you know, I meet I met her family and they're like, you know, they're asking us what we do. And I'm like, my friend is like a goddamn physical therapist. You know, his wife, physical therapist, Jill, HR manager, me. I work at a fucking front desk at a hotel. Yeah. I feel like such a piece of shit. I, yeah. And I was like, I I know that you feeling. Know, I was like, I feel like such a piece of shit. I felt so just like well, yep. I, I went to school for music business, and it's not, it's not working out, man. I'm at a hotel, and I can't fucking get out of there. Not to save my life. No one will take me. No one will take me. <laughs> I just you feel like shit, you know, and yeah. that sort of stuff. And I hate the way that's how we view people. We view people by how much money do you make? Who mm-hmm. fucking cares? Right? Like, do what? What I love? Another hundred, two hundred grand? Sure, sure. That just means more options. Yeah, but. What's the cost of making that much more money? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because at some point, I don't want that because that's going to come with a huge fucking responsibility. Yeah. And I don't know if I want that responsibility. It depends. You know, if you told me we're doing this full time, you know, all the time. Okay, that's different. You know, because I see people like the serial entrepreneurs, right? Like they get involved with something and they want to do it. Great. That's fine. Go do that. Go do your thing. Right. And, And whatever. But the idea that there's this perception that you have to be hustling or you're a piece of shit mm-hmm. if you're not grinding every single day to get that dollar i'm like boy that sounds gross yeah. that sounds like a real gross thing because who benefits from that most of the time
1: corporations this is where the
0: conspiracy this is where the conspiracy the, yep. comes in the corporations, the corporations. let me know? tell
1: you about it big brother okay
0: the fucking banks it's like <laughs> bill burr
1: it's the goddamn banks it's the goddamn know? banks you know yeah yeah, I yeah, it it, and I think that's the thing that as as <clears throat> you and I are, I feel like I have I have been in this mentality for a while. You have joined me recently in this thinking, but I have. But it is it, it it's the idea that, and I think this is a, a, an idea that a lot of people who are in the gener- like a generation or two above us don't don't quite they don't quite latch onto because. They, they, they were so indoctrinated in, in the other way of thinking, of, of that gold watch that we talked about last week. But the idea that you may be loyal to this company, this company will replace you in a cocaine heartbeat. They, mm-hmm. they will not give a flying fuck about replacing you. You are a number to them. You do not mm-hmm. matter. It doesn't matter how loyal you've been. That, like loyalty only goes one way when it comes to corporations mm-hmm. and I'm sorry like those those yeah. people who think otherwise and who are like, well no not my co- I beg to differ you, you you have one you have you have uh two or three bad quarters in a row and let's talk
0: well not only that you could have good quarters and still get laid off yeah, that's look true. at Spotify right they just laid off seventeen percent of their yep. uh employee base and this is the third time this year they've laid people off and last quarter they had a windfall <laughs> of revenue right. seventy million. And they sure as shit aren't paying the artists and they're fucking laying their employees off because they overhired right. during the pandemic. And now they're trying to realign stuff. It's like, but you just had an amazing quarter. Right. You've been more you're, just you're fucking, more profitable
1: than you've ever been.
0: And you're not paying your, you know that you're putting in more restrictions on paying the artists. Are they? they really? You have to that. It. You have to get at least a thousand streams a month to even be considered Christ. for any sort of fraction of a penny payout. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if you saw the the message from Weird Al. I was just looking yeah, up Weird Al
1: Thank You. Yeah. Yeah. On the Spotify yeah. wrapped. Yeah. It, I'll be depositing it was amazing. The, the $12. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He goes, thank you. Because he, he listed out all the plays that he got. For he 80 goes, million streams. Base, and he got 80 paid million $12. Streams, $12. He goes, thanks for the sandwich. Because that's basically what he said he was going to use for. Yeah. That's to, right. To buy that. That's 80 right. 80 million streams. Twelve fucking dollars. That's like that's that's absurd. absurd. <laughs>
1: it's absurd. So yeah, there's no possible way that someone like like goddamn Austin Reno. Everyone go yeah. go check him out because uh, he yeah, needs potion seller support. baby. But there's there's no way someone like him would like I don't he, as good as he is. He's never going to hit eighty million streams in in in, in like the next. Few years, you know what I mean. Like, hopefully he does. Yeah. Hopefully I'm wrong. But even if he does, it's fucking but it's, 12, but bucks. It's twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. That mean, exactly. Yeah. You know? So there's. This is not a viable, a viable. It 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 sucks. Yeah. Because Spotify's like you said, raking in the money hand over fist, and and so they've got a bunch of people doing the grind culture for them. They're like these artists who are like, I just want to be seen. I want to be known, and Spotify's like, that's great. You come on our platform, people will find you. You got yeah. it. Well, we got you. Kid. And also
0: like. Certain podcasts and whatever you know yeah. have really pulled in the stuff for him. You know the Joe Rogans mm-hmm. of the world. Oh, the ex- you know those kind of things. Yeah, and of course you know, he they, made the payday. You know, hundred million dollars. Because he, he made a fucking he made a con. They they wanted him that bad right. that they were willing to pay him right. for that. So whereas like some of these artists and these big names who just ex- you know exist and they're just like yeah, sure Well, you know even the Taylor Swift I'm sure she doesn't make shit. On I there, would you know be what I mean?
1: very like, curious to see uh, how much. Did Taylor Swift make from Spotify? Yeah, that stuff
0: just frustrates
1: me. Taylor Swift. In that because, what? That can't be right. <laughs> what? Multiple sources are reporting this? Rolling Stone, Billboard, people. Taylor Swift is estimated to earn she's over a hundred million dollars from Spotify this year.
0: I wonder if she brokered some sort of deal with them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's got to be. She's just geez, streaming yes. at a rate that's unheard of. Like, you know. What well, I mean? look, I mean, she is one would, of the most popular. So that would
1: make sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, Swift racked up oh two point twenty six point one billion streams globally since okay. January first. So I don't know. You do that I mean, math. What is the? That's more. Yeah. I mean, what's the? What's the? I don't even know what they get paid. The the. That's it's. The I rate. think a uh,
0: h- half a cent per stream. Well, I, I guess we could
1: back is. calculate it like we could be those guys. We could do the math, Doug. We don't need to do that. Right? We
0: don't need to do that. Al- this is, I'm sure this is really interesting to everyone that's listening and Al- watching. Right Al made- I was like, Let's watch Doug and Justin do some math and figure out how much Taylor Swift made streaming on Spotify. When it literally tells us in an article how much they made. We're going to fact Let's check. Let's show them, the math. You know, show us your work.
1: I was just looking around for my phone to do it. And I realized I'm recording on the damn thing. So too bad. I can't do it guys. Yeah,
0: it's fine. It is whatever. But yeah, so long story short, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I think we're in a weird place. And and like you said, you definitely have been in this mindset. I just recently got there. I think the pandemic shifted my perspective on a lot of things. Made me really realize what's important. And, uh, you know, I love my job. I love my company. I love my team. I love my manager. Um, but I love my life and my family more. So, right. um, that's where my priority, priorities are, and I'm fortunate enough to be in a job that's not incredibly stressful. It doesn't um, demand. Job. It doesn't
1: demand your life. Like, they, like they're saying, like you you pay tribute to us by giving us part of your, you know, give us a limb.
0: I and I've done that. I've i put in my time doing those things, and I was you've been a job at the that time, happy that. to do it. Yeah. I was happy to do it because I thought that's what mattered. I thought there was some sort of honor mm-hmm. in it. By doing it, and you re- you'll um, be
1: rewarded, uh, you know, in Valhalla mm-hmm. uh, for your sacrifice.
0: Exactly, because that was always the idea, right? That we live in a full-on meritocracy, but that's not necessarily the case, you know. And um, I don't know, things kind of worked out for me for a lot of thing for a lot in a lot of ways. I think part of that was that you know what I was trying to do is you know I, I think I did have some strong attributes that showcased my capabilities, but you know I got lucky. But uh, you know I saw some people that weren't lucky too. Mm-hmm. That just got stuck in places, and they didn't have the uh, ability to move because they didn't make much money. Right. So they were fucking stuck there. That's one thing I, I've learned, like from people talking, like wealth affords you the ability of options. Yes. If you don't want to do something, maybe you can pay someone to do it for you. You know, absolutely. Whereas some people are like, "Fuck it, I can't do this," or whatever. I have to do it this way. People that have wealth can be like. I don't know. I have lots of options to overcome this obstacle, Right. you know, and they don't have to worry about it. And that is, it brings you peace of mind mm-hmm. to know that you are like, yeah, fuck it, you know, uh, yeah, I'll just pay someone to do that, you know,
1: or uh, or if I don't get, if I don't work for a while, it's okay. I can I can sit and figure out my mm-hmm. next move. Not everyone right. can figure out the next move.
0: I can invest in something that like you know work boots that are actually more expensive that will last longer than a cheap pair of boots that will wear out quicker and actually cost me more money over time because I can't afford to buy the more expensive boots right now that will actually, you know, be worthwhile. There's, I, I I've listened to some stuff where actually they talk about how being poor actually costs. Oh, it's very expensive. for Sure. I fully that people that. have to take, you know, yeah, it's totally true. And, someone was I was watching this I think it was on some more news they did a whole episode on how they broke it down about how all the shit about being poor like how much it cost you and how rough it was and it blew my mind I was like holy shit I never knew this this is absolutely crazy and uh, really opened my eyes to the idea of yeah just even having like there's a certain level like once you get past it you're in the clear and um you have more options. than other people are like, I'm stuck here because I literally can't pay off. Like, you know, they have to go and get, you know, payday loans or they have to go and get, um, you know, whatever, <laughs> these predatory things that just basically keep them, keep
1: them pushed down and there's nothing they can do about it. It fucking sucks. Yeah. You know? I, I'm more. Are you, are you picking me up right now? Picking yeah. In real time? Okay, good. I, there was, for a moment, there was a really bad lag between us. Yeah. Okay.
0: For a moment, you kind of glitched out, yeah. but, you okay. know, I didn't stop. I kept going. No, I heard everything you said and I didn't on. want to interrupt it because it was wonderfully You looked said. horrified. I was. I was, te- I was so. testing
1: speed. Mm-hmm. 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 That's, that's what we do here.
0: <laughs> yeah. We test speed. We test speeds. You know?
1: Yeah. This is good speed. <laughs> Speaking of the elites, uh, Doug. Yeah. Hollywood. Hollywood.
0: Right? The most... The most unhinged and disconnected of all of us.
1: And God, would I like to
0: be part of that? <laughs> Please let me in the door. Please dorm, right? let
1: me into your club. I'll do it. I don't care. If I'm loyal to them, then I'll get, this is the company that I'm, this is, this is the big conglomeration that I'm okay selling my soul for. You right. just got to find the one that makes sense to you. That's really all it is. Yeah, I guess. Um, no, there was an article that I had sent you uh, the uh, from uh, Variety and it was sorry, Vanity Fair. And it was the best movies of twenty twenty three. Uh Vanity Fair's chief critic lists the best movies of twenty or chef critic missed the best movies of twenty twenty three from past lives and May December two poor things. So this came out end of November. Um so uh yeah. It what I found interesting uh about this list was one of the first things you said when I sent it to you. And do you remember what that was? Your first comment? I don't remember. You said, I don't know any of these movies. Ah, yes. So, a list. Look, <laughs> I, like, I said a lot of things. A list from a <laughs> reputable site, uh, you know, of the best movies of 2023. And two guys who are arguably pretty versed in movies, uh, you know, entertainment, what comes out. We kind of keep our, our finger on the pulse. Doug knew none of these. I think I knew eight of the twenty, maybe. I knew. I knew like two. I think. Oh, that's right. Two, we saw Blue Beetle three. and something. Yeah, but yeah. regardless, the point being, uh, it just was kind of a, a shocker. So we we were kind of talking about it a little bit more, and I had posed the question to Doug: Are lists like this still relevant? Because I'll, 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 I'll precursor this with these used to be huge pre-pandemic because. Uh, everything was based on box office. What like we and we we, everyone knew like, okay everyone knows what came out in the theaters. For some reason, it was just it was in the front of everyone's mind. And these these lists were basically what crushed at the box office and what did okay but was really artistically done. These lists meant now the fact that this list comes out and we don't know any any of these movies or, or, or a minimal amount of these movies. I would say, are these lists, these best of lists relevant anymore? Do you think that these things hold the same weight that they used to hold? Yes. You do? Okay.
0: I do. I changed my my opinion Great. the last time we spoke. Because, as we talked about, because there's so many different streaming services and shit like that, before we just had the one thing which was like the movies, the movie theaters. <laughs> right, yeah so there's one avenue for these things to come through and yeah there were TV shows but now it's like there's Netflix only movies there's Amazon Prime only movies there's like Apple TV Plus movies and that's like I don't fucking know and they're so because some of these are released in theaters some of them aren't right? Um, so to find them you know it's, it's, it's hard to find them so I'd actually argue that these lists may be pretty useful in a lot of ways because there's so many ways for this stuff to get released to the public that um you you might need some guidance. Like I again, I knew I think three, I'd say two and a half movies yeah. on this list two of twenty one. Um and I have not heard of any of the other ones. I'm like, I don't know what any of this shit is. Yeah. And um the trick with this stuff too is like you also have to trust the critic because there's some critics right. that are like, you know, they have just like anyone, like you have friends, family who are like, dude, you gotta watch this movie. I'm like, I know you, and that means a no right. for me. Exactly. Because when you say you really like something, I don't think our tastes are aligned, so I'm going to pass. Right. But you also have people that when they suggest something for you, are like, all right, I trust your tastes and I trust your suggestions, so I'm going to check it out. So I think it's the same thing for critics where they're like, you know, um, you know, Drew is a good example. Like Drew is, his tastes and my tastes, I think are pretty different from one another. I so would, I
1: would say that's true.
0: You know, and a lot of stuff that he likes is a lot more artsy, which is fine and everything like that. And... You know, there's some things that he's super into that I'm like, eh. I mean, I heard that uh, Seth told me about how uh, Drew basically roped him into watching um, Lars von Trier's Antichrist.
1: <laughs> and Seth was hear. like. It was this, this wasn't recently, was it?
0: It was, it, was, it was a few years ago when that movie came out. And <laughs> Seth's like, I didn't like that movie at all. He's like, I still have nightmares from that film. Willem, and Decau- uh,
1: Willem Dafoe cuts his penis off.
0: Yeah, well he doesn't. But uh, you know, as during Lars von no, no, Trier's no. uh He
1: he fully committed to that uh to that role. <laughs> like that was Willem Dafoe has no penis right now. He's I feel like that doesn't have like, I don't know,
0: I read the synopsis just the other day cuz I'm like I remember hearing about it one part in particular. I heard I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I don't need to see this movie. I don't need to is when uh, basically uh, cuz the the film is it's, it's Willem Dafoe plays a character named He, and his wife plays a character in the moon called She. And in the film, she uh, um, she's giving him a hand job, and then she stomps on his balls, and then finishes him off, and he ejaculates blood. And I was like, Yeah, I don't need to see this movie. I'm good.
1: I take that back. Did he? I don't know if she, it, I don't know if he cut his own dick off or if she cut her clit off. She did that. That's, that was, that's that's what it was. I apologize. Yeah. yeah, and that yeah. was fake so, because Willem Dafoe would have committed to that. He would have yeah. absolutely.
0: Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So th- that's not my. F- yeah, I wouldn't watch it, and I sure as shit wouldn't watch it again with a friend. You know what I mean? Like yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah. All this to say, uh, opposite t- different structure, different folks. Exactly opposite <laughs> end of the taste spectrum for sure. Yeah. 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 I do. Yeah, that movie was uh, movie was interesting, but. Yeah, Fox that says chaos (laughs) reigns, you know, like (laughs) I I love the idea that Drew's sitting, Drew and Seth are sitting on a couch, and Drew's doing that thing where he's looking over, he's like, What watch this part? And just looking over at Seth, Seth's just like, Can we just
0: watch some fucking Attack on Titan? Like, you know, (laughs) I want to watch Demon Hunter, you know
1: but i do agree that you you need to trust the trust the critic because like or or the even the the whoever's writing the the article because mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's a lot that goes into taste like because this list is very if you go through this outside of a few like the blue beetles on here which shocked the fuck mm-hmm. out of me i did not expect to Same. see that one on here um but a lot of the rest of these are very similar in either tone or theme or uh, aesthetic or like there's... You can kind of tell this this person has a, a style of film that they're drawn to, mm-hmm. uh, to recommend, which is which is great. Uh, and if you like that, one of the things that I was surprised at uh, was that Barbie was not on this or a few mm-hmm. lists that, that we dove into. And you were surprised that the Spider-Verse was not on. So again...
0: Yeah, I, fuck. It, no, 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 no. Let's pause there for a second. Fuck all y'all. How is... Across the Spider-Verse, not on... I'm not saying it has to be on all the lists, but at least 90%. Yeah. Like, this movie is fucking phenomenal. Like, what are we doing here? Like, and if we're just saying, like, I'm not into superheroes! Yeah, fuck that. This film is so well animated. It's such a solid story. It's well voice acted. Like, I mean... Get fucked. If you're going to put Blue Beetle on there, and I haven't seen Blue Beetle, but if you're going to say Blue Beetle's great, fucking Across the Spider-Verse yeah. is great. All right? All right? You got... Make the list 22. All right? I don't even give a shit if Spider-Verse is 22. Put it on your fucking list. Show some respect. Richard Lawson. <laughs> Come on. Give me a fucking
1: break. <laughs> But Justin, what are what are some movies of 2023 from your perspective that you've seen this year? Oh man. The thing is, I haven't watched a lot of new films. I've I have caught up on some films from the last couple of years. So Okay. Um Well, Justin's watch list from 2023. Justin's watch list What do you Well, I think we can just go back and look at all the things that I've been recommending because <laughs> as I watch them, they tend to go on the recommend list here. So That's fair. yeah. Uh I have yeah. I will say this too. I have been watching a lot, uh a lot of um, series. I, I've I've mm-hmm. very much dove, and I feel like I'm starting to kind of come back. The pendulum swinging back into movies now. Um, there's mm-hmm. just been so many really fucking good series that I've wanted to get through, and I've been I've been making my way through those. I will say the Mission Impossible franchise was quite enjoyable. <laughs> I did spend some time this year watching all of those, uh, so that was
0: cool. But I don't think I've seen five, and I haven't seen six yet. But I've seen up through four. Excluding two, because I'm not doing. And you two. haven't
1: seen seven yet either. Then,
0: wait, seven came out. I that can't was, remember. I don't, seven was the disconnect. one that just came
1: out. Eight is okay, the one yeah, coming no. out next. Yeah.
0: Okay, <sighs> I thought six came out this year, but apparently I'm wrong. So I haven't seen five or six. Okay, so or uh, seven. I would say so.
1: I. I believe uh, I think four is my favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. seven was. No five was. They're, this, all the, run together this, at the pro- this point. yeah, this is the problem with watching them in yeah. sequence like this is that it's kind of the same movie over and over again. Yeah, it is, it uh, is. Except the first, the first two, I would say, mm-hmm. very, very uh, unique in mm-hmm. in how they were shot. But in stakes, we won't you know? go back into that. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, but I, I think now that we've been talking about it, I do think that I'm coming back around to your the your new way of thinking it. In that there is such a plethora of stuff out there, there is so fucking much that it it gets really hard to be like, okay, well, what you know, what what can I watch? Because there's stuff that I'll see like trailers that drop for uh, coming up on Netflix in like two or three months, and I'm like, oh, I mm-hmm. would really like to see that, and then I fucking forget about it because Netflix yeah. doesn't advertise outside of like. They don't do on Apple right. TV. They don't. They don't uh, allow their stuff to come up in the uh, what's up next. So unless you're in the Netflix app, but there is an un, even in that one app, there's an ungodly amount of content, and it's yeah. it's so hard to find stuff. If if it if it's not in that top carousel, forget it. It's it's impossible yeah. to find. So lists like this are. I, I can see their their benefit. I feel like it's a different kind of benefit now. Like, where it Mm -hmm. used to be just like, here's the ones to see before Oscar season comes out. Most of these aren't going to be in contention for any any awards, but they're really good pieces of cinema that you should probably take a look at if you're into these, you know, styles of films.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. These definitely seem like more artsy films. Yeah. Which is fine. You know, again, like, I know I've I've watched a couple of artsy films recently, A24 films. I mean, man, A24 has got a fucking lane and they own it. They own it. They're like, they're like a good version of Vegas in the fact that like we know what we are, yeah. we own this, and you know you fucking, you know what you get when you come here. We know why you're here. Yeah. like Sit down, relax, enjoy yourself. When I see the A24 logo, I'm immediately like, tell me more. What do you got here? Oh, you know? yeah. It, it, well, that's Very, the
1: thing is that they've done a really good job positioning themselves to the fact where you're like, it's A24? Eh, there's an 80% chance that I'll be into it.
0: This will be interesting. Yes. You're going to get something interesting out of this. It's going to be unique, exactly, and it's going to be a unique story, is what you're going to see here. So that's what I like about that brand. I, I get excited whenever I see anything from them. Uh, so. I'm just
1: trying to go back through some of these other lists and see what has what has come out that I've seen this year. Uh, that's newer, and I, Barbie and Oppenheimer are two that do spring to mind. And I enjoyed. I, to see. I enjoyed both of them very much. I haven't seen either of those. I really want to see them both. But I'm
0: also just like, I didn't get to the theater and I just want to see them whenever they come on streaming, whenever the fuck that probably out
1: out for rental right now. Yeah, Yeah, I know.
0: you can buy it and it's for rental. I'm I'm waiting for it to come on to streaming. Uh, Oh, just straight
1: straight up like on one of the services you pay for? Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. That that makes sense. I'm
0: sure it's good, but I'm also like reluctant just to go out straight up, buy it because um, I did that with my recommendation for this week, which was uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. It was ten bucks on Apple TV. I'm like, this seems like one that I'm gonna buy and I'm probably gonna enjoy. And I was right. I was
1: <laughs> so, so happy because that one is a that's a journey. That one's right up my alley, that one's like as far goddamn as like, journey.
0: Yeah, the Daniels. Um, I don't
1: know what the fuck they. I don't know how they came up with that, but good lord, did what they? A great story. They had a vision and they executed it. <laughs> That's what's beautiful
0: about things like that is you can be as weird as you want, yeah. As long as you have a solid story, yep, in there because that story is very simple, yeah, and it's, it's relatable. Very, very simple. It's just incredibly relatable and on multiple and levels
1: because you could look at it mm-hmm. as. The, the, the relationship between a child or parent or you can drill down specifically between a mother and a daughter or drill down and specifically culturally drill down like there's so many different angles that it fucking works on.
0: Or zoom out and just be like, where's where's my place in this world or exactly you know, yeah like exactly you know what's what's my you know what's whatever and it's just and surrounding uh, just enveloping that like a nice warm hug is just pure insanity. And <laughs> it's the goddamn best and I lo- I loved it so much and there's been a couple movies I think most of the movies that I've taken a chance on with that I have not been disappointed another one I did with that was The Northman um, oh that was the was uh, Viking with, one with the, the, the yeah spacecraft. that one was definitely way more artsy than I thought it was gonna be but I really liked it yeah it was very very good um, but I was like I heard nothing but good things about everything everywhere all at once and I'm like I'm just going to buy this one. It's on sale for $10. bucks. let us do it. Let's buy it. Yeah. And uh was not disappointed. But I, I'm kind of with you, too. I'm, I'm thinking of the movies that I've seen in 2023. Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, sticks out.
1: Uh, the new Ninja Turtles movie. Um, I don't remember what I saw earlier in the year. I, I feel like... You know what I need to start doing? And Drew is amazing at using this. But I need to start using Letterboxd the he posts on Instagram all the time. The it's a, it's a uh, Jamie direct talks about how much she, she's mm-hmm. a, a uh, she's gaga over this. Like it's her favorite social media uh, networking mm-hmm. site. Uh, basically you can like log the movies that you see. You can give them a review and then you can follow other people. Mm. Like I could follow drew and I see like, Oh, what's he, what's he recommend? What's he seeing? And I'd be like, Oh, I wanted mm-hmm. to see that one. And you can, so it's a film networking site or a social media site. Oh. Um And, but I started to do it when we started to do our recommendations I was like, oh, I'm just going to log everything in here, and then I always forget to open up the thing and make a <laughs> review. So, yeah. I run, I run to our our Google Doc and I I do that instead. But uh, mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be a really good way to uh, to to clock what you've what you've watched this year. Drew's is robust. He he's of course he's really doing a great he loves job movies. posting. Yeah,
0: um, and I do too. But I have I just as far as theater goes, I've only been to the theater a handful of times this year. Like I know mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles, Spider Verse. I think I went another time, but I can't remember, and for what? Super so, Mario was that last year. Super Mario, I went for Super Mario with Natalie. Because um, when I go now, it's mostly with Natalie. Yeah, like, I haven't gone by myself in a while, actually. Um, so, what
1: movies were released so, in 2023? I'm just typing that in.
0: That was just—I'm sure it'll oh, be. Oh, like Winnie 50 the Pooh, Bud- you
1: know, the Winnie the Pooh, blood and honey. That, yeah, one. That, one was, was, that, was, that one, that was that was that was. I take it back. That was probably my favorite one of the year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. John Wick Ghosted. Um, Ghosted was so good. Ghosted. 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 With uh, Chris uh, Evans and Anna De Hmm. It was. It was. That's right. It wasn't great. That was on Apple TV, wasn't it? it uh. Yes, it was.
0: Yeah. yeah. See, that's, that's the thing. Is like. I remember hearing about it, but it was specifically, you know, released on a certain platform. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Yeah, so that's the I, so again, overall I find I think these lists are useful. You know, it'll be it'll almost be great. It's like these are the best movies released on Netflix. These are the best ones released on Apple TV. Honestly, that's the kind Hulu. of list you need. Yeah. Yeah. Like just breaking it down just all together. Um, because it's just hard to know like where the stuff should because that's the other thing too, is like. There's a couple of Netflix specific films that I would love to purchase, Ooh, but I can't okay. because Netflix doesn't sell that stuff. You have to ha- be subscribed to their service to get it, which makes sense, yeah. right? That's kind of the point.
1: But would you like to purchase them because at some point you could see yourself uh, canceling your subscription, or I just want to have it as part of
0: my my uh, you know film stuff that I just. That I just own. yeah, okay. you know what I mean. Like, I'd love to have it there. Like, and if I did cancel my subscription, it kind of would kind of suck to be like, well, can't watch if that. I ever wanted to watch that movie again. Right. I can't, you know. And I, that's the whole point of their service is to you know make that stuff exclusive yeah. to those kinds of things. So, you know, I get it, but I'm also like, I would there's there's just a handful of movies on there. That I'm like, this is a good fucking movie. I'd really like to own it. You know, yeah. One of them is called The King, starring Timothy Chalamet, and it talks about. Um, uh it's it's like england i can't remember which i think it was it henry henry the
1: maybe yep young henry but the essentially v it, encounters deceit war treachery after becoming the king of england In the aftermath of his fantastic
0: death. yeah he it's it's really it's so well acted timothy chalamet does great oh, wow this cast is a, stacked a, yeah man Holy it's no joke no joke Really, really, really well done. It's a great film. I love it. Um, I love a lot of films that take place in the medieval ages, like in general. And this one is is pretty cool. And uh, it's and that one's funny because Timothy Chalamet is French, and he plays an English king. Um, fucking the Batman, Robert. Pattinson. What's his name? Robert Panson, English, plays a French prince and speaks French, uh, which is hilarious. So um, that is really funny. You know. Yeah, very very funny. Um, But it's a great film, and I'm like, I've watched it many times on Netflix. I'm like, I would really like to own this movie, but I sure can't. And the the other thing too is like, what Netflix is like, we're taking this one off for whatever reason. I'm like, no, I want to watch it. But this was a good one. It's so good. Yeah, another decent one too. uh, Outlaw King. That takes it's it's about Robert the Bruce. Starring Chris Pine as uh, Robert the Bruce. Uh, Florence Pugh is also in it as well. Yes, she Um, is.
1: Both of those came out in 2018. You've got a thing for 2018 movies. Okay.
0: What a shocker. Both of those, pretty solid films. Big fan of those. Netflix only. So, you know. Okay. And then, uh, what is it? Who is it? Uh, It's got uh, their Star Wars adaptation coming out. What's his name? Uh, Fucking... um, I can't think of names right now. Who did Justice League? Zack Snyder. There we go. Zack Snyder. He's doing a. Zack s- he's doing Star Wars. Uh, it's called Rebel Moon. It's basically his version of Star Wars. It's coming out. Is it is it uh, a Star think,
1: Wars sanctioned thing or is it like just him ripping? It's up- not
0: Star Wars. It's sci-fi that was basically like his version of Star Wars, ah, like more or less. I like love it. I think that's how okay. they he flagged it. He's like, yeah, I always wanted to make a Star Wars like movie, so. This is my, like, Star Wars movie, more or less. And uh, I think the first part comes out December 22nd. Um, so, should be uh, the most expensive Netflix movie of the year. So, okay. if that tells you anything. Did I hear also that um, they
1: were making a, uh, a Rey, uh, uh, a new Star Wars movie featuring Rey, like, like with Daisy Ridley?
0: Fuck, I would be shocked if she ever came back after the bullshit she went through. What? I think she
1: ended. She quit social media because of fucking Star Wars. Just and all, and the all the, the backlash that fans. they really. Mm-hmm. Ray's new Jedi movie update debunks last rumors. Confirmed casting for Daisy release upcoming Ray movie. It's there's a lot of people that are saying uh, it seems like that's coming up there. <sighs> I don't know, hey, man. K- kudos to her.
0: I, f- I mean, I hope the script's good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine why she would want to go back waiting in those waters because those are some
1: shark-infested waters, man. Those, let me tell you. Those are some. Uh, wait, Star Wars Episode 10, A New Beginning in Development. I don't know. Wow. Whatever. Really? I, I
0: don't give a shit about any Star Wars news. Will you Will you I go to like, the I, theater
1: with me and see that movie, Doug?
0: Hey, dude, if we're together, I'll go see anything
1: with you. <laughs> okay, cool. I love Before it if we're in
0: person, fuck yes. I'll absolutely go yeah. Yeah, man.
1: All right. Then we've got a date. We will go be in twenty twenty seven, Doug and I will go see Star Wars episode ten, a new beginning, and we will uh we'll report back. Get your news here first. <laughs> <laughs> we're giving we're giving pre reviews on all future Star Wars movies. There we go. There you Ta-da. go. Ta <laughs> da. Yeah, man. Yeah, but this Rebel
0: Moon show, I mean, it looks interesting. Um so, yeah, it's an epic space opera film. So, there you go. Rebel Moon. It's coming out. All
1: right. I'm going to... First parts. Who, who do we got in it?
0: You got Charlie Hunnam. That's an actor that I think is underrated.
1: Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. I like him absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. I, I couldn't name you a lot of stuff he's been in, but he was in the... Uh, oh, wait, what King it?
0: Arthur. It's my favorite movie that he's been in. A movie that I also think uh, didn't get uh, enough love. Um, King, King Arthur Legend of the Sword.
1: <coughs> oh, there it is. Okay. I didn't see that one.
0: That was a good movie. Guy huh? Ritchie film. Oh, man. What a fun way to look at King Arthur. Okay. Just Guy Guy Ritchie style, man. That guy has a way of telling a story and I fucking love it. Well,
1: he was also in The Gentleman, which is a Guy Ritchie film. And that was that was a fun mm-hmm. one. I really enjoyed that one. So I'm I'm down for some Guy Ritchie. So I'll, I'll have to check out King Arthur and see what Yeah, dude, about. it's...
0: it's 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 not a perfect film by any stretch of the imagination, but you can see what they were setting up. Okay. For because I think this was possibly going to be a franchise, um, and it just didn't do well. Okay. Which is a goddamn shame because man, it was cool. That's a cool music in it, of course, and the editing and the storytelling is very interesting. And I don't remember much about. I mean, I get you know, there's so many different ways that the King Arthur tale has been told. I don't recall exactly what his upbringing was but in this version he was raised in a brothel i don't remember if that's actually a Thurian legend or not um but he you sh- you see him like growing up on the streets and basically becoming like a gang leader and he gets the shit kicked out of him for a lot of his youth but then he starts you know learning how things are run and then he becomes like the muscle at a brothel he looks after the ladies he's he runs you know tricks and shit on the street you know he's got all this stuff going on he's he's a fucking thug and he's yeah. awesome but he's also destined to become this this guy and the way he approaches his perspective is very unique because you know you think of nobility and whatever he's not a noble guy <laughs> and his approach to things is very unique and it's fun and I don't know I like the right. you know, it's, it's kind of a cool i fuck with it cool then, yeah. one another one I just rewatched recently is Bright also on Netflix is that with uh, Will Smith Will Smith yeah. and um, Joel Edgerton I forget the guy yes yeah Man, what a fun concept. Talk about magical mundane. Yeah. I know I talked about this when when, the, when this came out and I watched it. But, man, revisiting this, I'm like, God, what a great idea. This is a fantasy world that's set in present day. Right. Like, the idea that in this alternate reality... All these other mystical creatures and races existed with humanity. And there's a history that dates back thousands of years that has also created racial tensions, mm-hmm. racial profiling, and all sorts of shit. And it's so much fun. Mm. It's so much fun. And you're like, oh, I would have loved Because I was like, was this based on something? No. It was uh, the Landis kid just came up with it huh. and wrote it. Okay, Just like, had an idea. And he was, I remember I was reading something about how he pitched it. He's like, you know... It's our world, but there's like a centaur over there. And it's not a big deal. <laughs> and, and there's an elf over deal. there. And it's not a big deal. And that that's an orc. And that's not a big deal. And that's how it's portrayed. Like, this is yeah. a lived-in world with all these fantasy races. And the crux is that... No one's freaking out Will, about it. Will Smith's playing an LAPD cop who gets uh, teamed up. His partner is an orc. And orcs are not liked because they sided with this dark lord thousands of years ago. So they're always looked at as like evil. And they kind of form their own gangs. They're kind of hyper violent. Yeah. You know, they're t- they're prone to violence. And so they look at this as a diversity hire with this orc on the force. Nobody likes them and everything like that. And they have very specific. And it's just it's so fascinating. And the idea that there's a magic wand that everyone's terrified of. It's like they've got a magic wand. Call on the backup. There's a magic wand. You know, it's like this idea of like what this thing is yeah. and and how they're responding to it. I I just was like rewatching this. I'm like, this is not a perfect movie, but god damn it, is it fun to take this idea of yeah. this whimsical? Re- it, but it's 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 built into the fabric of society. And fuck, it was fun to rewatch this. I'm like, god damn, I'd love to see more of this. You know, we're not in Middle Earth. We're in L.A. Right, We're in Earth. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> And there's just, oh man, the, the, the orcs listen to like death metal. Like that's their thing. And like at one point, you know, the, they're in the car doing a buddy cop movie, you know, sort of thing. And he's like turning on some music. He's here, da, 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 and he turns it off like, man, we ain't listening to that shit. He goes, what? That's a beautiful love song of my people.
1: You know, that's like this death metal song. I I remember when it came out. I just, I never, I never watched it. So I need to, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll add that one to the list. I'll watch that one too. Again.
0: I'd say temper your expectations. I, I'm more of a fan of just the idea. Of, and of course, the elves are the snooty people in the world. They are have their own elf district that's like super ritzy. Yeah. And they're part of like, you know, they, they get the best jobs and, you know, the elves run the world sort of situation. So, like, you see like these levels of prejudice and stuff that's just baked into the society. And it feels like it's a part of it. And a little bit I, of
1: commentary I, in, in, in the fantastical.
0: Yeah, it's really, really cool and very interesting. The idea of you know, there's this magic wand that they're trying to track down, but only certain people can utilize it. Okay. And you have to be called what's uh, called a bright. If you're a bright, you can handle it, and not if otherwise. If you're not, if you touch it, you'll absolutely just fucking you'll just disappear you'll into disintegrate. dust. Disintegrate. Exactly and I don't know it's just amazing and the idea that if anyone's using magic it's like a big fucking deal because they're like yo 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 no we can't be doing this this is illegal and whatnot." so I don't know man fun fucking shit and again Netflix only movie so you know there you go (laughs) (laughs) ta-da I'm gushing over this thing that I watched again two weeks ago I was gonna say you
1: you are coming in hard on this one yeah I just, I was like, ah, I remember watching this. Let's watch it again. I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. This is so, I, do you ever do that? You ever
0: rewatch something and be like, oh man, this is like, absolutely.
1: this is a, this is a fun little trip going down here yeah. again. I, it's like when I watched, uh, when, when I uh, got to uh, Mission Impossible episode seven and then I went back and rewatched <laughs> the first one. I was like, this is a fun little trip down memory lane because it's been <laughs> a couple months since I watched this first one. <laughs>
0: That's a, a couple months, Jesus man! Huh? How long does it take you to watch these things?
1: <laughs> oh no, if I'm being serious, it was probably within a two month span. I watched probably the seven movies.
0: Man, see, I have a routine where I consume media like multiple times throughout the day. <laughs> I so you know how I used to say I was also I can trying never to spread not... it out
1: though. I okay. was trying to like because I knew there was a fine. I was like, there's seven of these. You know, like I need to, like, if I enjoy them, if I'm liking this, you know, I kind of, I don't, maybe I don't want to blitzkrieg them. Maybe I want to be like, all right, cool. Yeah. Let that one sit with you for a little bit.
0: So I, this is my new, and it's funny because I never thought I'd ever do this, but this is just how my life is now. I watch everything piecemeal in like certain like sections 20, of time. Like 20
1: minute chunks or whatever.
0: So I watch something while I'm eating breakfast and stretching. Okay. And then... Sometimes if I'm eating lunch, I'll watch something, and usually while I'm cooking, okay, I'll watch something. So See, like, I have a really a couple hard, times throughout the day.
1: I have a really hard time with that because when I watch stuff, mm-hmm. I can't, like, I can't be cooking and watching something I haven't seen. If it's something I've seen and I'm familiar with it, I can put it on. But if I haven't seen it, I have to be glued. I have to be glued to it. Like I'm. It's de- It
0: depends. Okay. Like I won't watch anything that has subtitles while I'm cooking because Naturally. obviously. Yep. I prefer to have something that's very dialogue heavy while I'm cooking so that if there's like a lot of action and movement and stuff like and, you know, whatever. um, Yeah. While I'm cooking, it's it's also nice if I've seen – if it's something I've seen before because, you know, I'm not out. Like I was – I had Stand by Me on last night while I was cooking. Like I've seen that movie lots of times, but you know it's a good movie, dialogue heavy. You know it's perfect. That's why you referenced it.
1: There no, like, was mm-hmm. a chat that we had going. And you said something about Stand by Me, and I'm like, that's a weird pull, oh. but okay. You can usually understand <laughs> what I'm watching uh, based on the references that I make. That's, that's a, I just was like, that's a very obscure pull, but okay. I did I didn't. And I didn't you'd didn't be put amazed how
0: easy it is to fit in these references to these things. I'm like, wow, this kind of applies. You know,
1: <laughs> it's a very practical. That's it's a very practical way of going about it, Dougie.
0: It is. It's very practical.
1: You got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. Jesus Christ. It just stopped, didn't it? It's not a practical thing to have happen. Oh. Too far so in. We if can't you've do it have never again. been here for practical, Ask Practical Doug before. Uh, practical Doug um, is the small Doug that lives inside a big Doug. And uh, he's practical. That's all you need to know. If you want to ask Practical Doug a question... You can go on any uh, social media at MindGapPodcast, Podcast hashtag AskPracticalDoug, or on our Discord link in the bio below uh, or the description below. Uh, there is a channel set up for uh, Ask practical Doug. If we don't get any really good questions, we do go to the Reddit well, and it's the uh, Am I the Asshole subreddit that is our favorite. And tonight's Am I the Am I the Asshole? Uh, hey Practical Doug, Am I the Asshole? Comes from Hey Practical <laughs> Doug. <laughs> Hey, practical Doug, am I the asshole? You've heard of Dear Abby. Uh, this is Hey Practical Doug, am I the asshole? You've heard of Ask Practical Doug. This is Hey uh, Hey Practical Doug, am I an asshole? Uh, this this uh, <laughs> comes from Fickle Lead 8447. And they want to know, am I the asshole? So they, they say, they, uh, Fickle Lead writes, Hey Practical Doug, am I the asshole <laughs> f- for forcing my sister out before Christmas? <clears throat> this is a long one, so strap in. My sister. Uh and see I always get is it Ryan? Rain?
0: Rain. Okay. I, I see it as Rain. Well,
1: cause I always with, with uh with Ryan Johnson, I always was trying to mispronounce. I was trying to get fancy with this His it. was R I A N though. R I A N? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Ryan. Uh Ryan. my sister Rain, twenty-four, left her uh girlfriend and we let her move in with me and my wife, Chris. Uh, rain has been trying to make our space into hers. And I repeatedly told her to stop moving furniture and throwing things like pillows away and replacing them with cheaper, colorful versions. I'm sorry. That's a ballsy move, Rain. Uh, she, right? did the, uh, she did the same thing in the kitchen and got rid of my wife's stainless steel spatulas and spoons and replaced them with rainbow ones she found on Amazon. Well, because, you know, after rain, there's usually a rainbow. Uh, Amen, brother. This was in September. I told her one more stunt like this and she's out. Rain keeps saying my wife uh, Ray keeps saying my wife all all gray aesthetic depresses her and she wants more color in the home. I reminded her she's a guest and she can do whatever she wants in to her bedroom and the bathroom, but the thing, uh, like the dining, living rooms, kitchen, patio, and the offices are ours, and she's not to make changes. For Thanksgiving, my wife and I visited my in-laws. In her family for a week I get home and Rain painted our living room sky blue She said she couldn't live with the gray walls anymore The painting was done so shitty That there's splotches on the ceiling and the floor Even dribble on an expensive area rug That my mother-in-law got us Or my mill I told Rain that (laughs) she had to go Rain insisted the living room looks better It doesn't uh, uh, but and it's uh and it's better for her mental health and she talked to her therapist who said we should allow rain uh taste to be included around the home rain has to go rain rain go away is what this guy said <laughs> After much crying on her part or face rain, she found a place with my aunt and cousins. My family is mad at me saying it's Christmas and I should not be kicking her out at this time of year. My wife and I are being called control freaks and we should have allowed rain to have more say around the house after her breakup. I was blackmailed with either keeping rain in my home or don't show my face for Christmas. We still chose to remove her and my cousin and uncle talked shit the whole time moving her out saying what assholes we were. Well, they've already made the decision then. So my wife is uh, feeling relieved now that she's gone and is going to hire a painter after the holidays to fix the paint job. Rain has refused to pay for damages, and her uh, and her room and bathroom she used is in worse shape where she painted each wall a different color. All was done worse than the living room. So I'll say this. Uh, with a few in-the-moment edits, uh, this person needs to work on their grammar and their sentence structure. Uh, there's a few things in here that made it difficult to read, but that aside, uh, Fickle Lead Eight Four Four Seven, Doug, what's your ruling?
0: Um, I don't think Fickle Lead Eight Four Four Seven knows what blackmail means. Um, you're not, blackmail doesn't mean you have to make a decision this or that. That's an ultimatum. That's an ultimatum, right? Yeah. So, so we'll we'll start with that. Blackmail involves money <laughs>
1: <laughs> or being coerced uh, to do something where there is no yes. option.
0: Yeah. So that's not necessarily the case. Um, this is tough because, again, we have to take Fickle Leeds' perspective. They seem reasonable based on how they, they wrote this sure. out. There's a couple things where, you know, you see their bias coming in and stuff like that. Um, I, don't, I don't think they're the asshole. And the reason being is that, um, you know, they're letting their sister stay with them. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and, and in my understanding and, and, and the way that I grew up, is that if you are staying somewhere as a guest, you are a guest. You are that. You don't make the rules. Right. Like, you don't get to just make the whole place yours. You're sharing a space with people. So, and especially if it's not a place you own, it'd be one thing if they were all renting a place, right? And they didn't necessarily all own it, right? But th- this this fickle lead owns their home, and they're allowing their sister to stay there. Mm-hmm. Out of the kind of... This isn't a permanent sort of situation right Right. so for rain to go and just paint while they're gone which also implies that they know they weren't supposed to do it they're like well I'm just going to do it because I can and to do it without you know even asking and say well my therapist said that I should be able to do this okay that's great well maybe what your therapist was saying was maybe you should have that conversation <laughs> right with your sibling I don't think your therapist said you should go and do this um otherwise that's a shitty therapist. Yeah. So yeah. um and the idea too that um uh this person's uncle and cousin were also helping Rain move like Rain can't secure their own belongings to move out of the situation?
1: How much stuff like did, did Rain, Rain seems... bring
0: along? Right, you know? Yeah. Like you know, I'm not saying that you can't get help from people to move, but I'm also like I'm seeing a pattern here of Rain needs a lot of help, yep. which is also okay. It's okay to lean on your family for help and things like that, but you shouldn't take advantage of them. And the whole be like, you can't kick them out at Christmas. Hey, my my perspective. You want practical? You 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 for practical Doug, so I'm, I'm assuming you want practical Doug. Uh, I don't give a fuck what time of year it is. If you if you are being an asshole and you are breaking the uh, social norms and laws that you have established with your siblings fucking get out i don't give a shit if it's independence day i don't give a shit if it's your fucking birthday i don't give a fuck if it's arbor day get out like no 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 the time of year doesn't mean shit yes especially to me i don't give a fuck if it's christmas or whatever like if someone is doing this like and they've they've it's come to a point like that it's like you know I, i i don't know like no, I don't think I don't think Fickle is the ass is an asshole for forcing their sister out before Christmas. That's that, my my stance on it. What do you think?
1: Definitely not uh, the asshole. I would say like, I <clears throat> I have a big issue having <laughs> having just painted many rooms in our house. <laughs> I have a big fucking issue with coming home and each wall is painted. What was it again? Uh, paints our living well, room sky like, blue. Yeah, like that. That's a. So I have an issue with uh, she's coming in and she's throwing out pillows. She's throwing out Mm, kitchen utensils. I forgot that. She's She's coming in and she's not even saying, like, I brought some pillows in and I'd like to put them on the couch. She's saying, hey, the stuff that you bought, I chucked it and I'm putting new stuff in here. I threw your money away, basically. That's not a decision you get to make. It's fucking, it's my house. I paid for this. You're a guest here. If you want to bring new stuff in and add it, we can talk about that, but don't come in and throw my shit away. So that alone. But then if I come in and someone has fucking painted ceiling walls a completely different color after we said, hey, stop, I would lose my shit. And I hope Rain is doing this at the Ants house. The aunt and the cousin mm-hmm. that took her took her in, I yeah. hope to God that Rain is doing this at the aunt's house because if they're going to start pitching a fit and saying that uh, Fickle is an asshole and his wife's an asshole for this, go ahead, take Rain in. Let's see how that works for you because I have to assume that the the behavior is pretty ingrained and is not going to change.
0: Because cause the thing is, like, I can't get over the fact that Rain is just being really disrespectful Yeah. because yes. this is not Rain's home. No. This is not her home. I understand she's going through a rough time. You know, she had a breakup and she's, you know, for her, she needs brighter colors. You can do that in your own space. They let her do that in her own room. They let her do that in her own bathroom. That is her space. This is a common area that you do not own. Right. So you do not get to make unilateral discussions and and fucking utensils. You're like, I got to have rainbow colored utensils. Get the fuck out of here. You do not need to have that shit. Like what? What are you talking about? And again, about?
1: Like, now I, bring them in, yeah, but don't throw the other ones out. You don't have exactly. the right don't to do don't replace this
0: shit. No. You don't want to be like, I don't like your aesthetic, so I'm going to change it. That is incredibly selfish. Yes. And that is incredibly disrespectful to do that. And uh, yeah, no, I don't think they're an asshole at all for being like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Like, you are, you know, mildly ruining our home. So fucking beat it, you know?
1: It <laughs> is decided.
0: Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, there I you really go. hope that uh, Fickle Lead uh, eight four
1: four seven has a lovely holiday season. I hope things clear up because uh, I, again, I cannot imagine how angry I would be if I had to deal with that around this time of year with all the other stuff that you have to deal with around this time of year. If I had to deal with that, I would be fucking furious.
0: I hate painting. I hate <laughs> yeah. it. And then all of a sudden, be like, you force this on me. Mm-hmm. Like, how fucking.
1: And again, like, I'm sorry. I don't want to keep going on this, but like, did she, it doesn't sound like she was careful. So like, is their trim ruined now? Mm -mm. You know, like, do they have sounds like it was pretty splotchy. She ruined a fucking rug. You know this. Anyway, I'm yes. The homeowner in me is now getting like all riled up. Yeah. I am going to recommend (laughs) (laughs) not letting your sister move in with you. I'm going to recommend on Apple TV plus. So you know where to find it. Uh, it's called Monarch Legacy of Mo- Legacy of Monsters. This is a surprise to me. I didn't know this was your jam. I I didn't either. I was I, look. I like <laughs> I like the Godzilla and the Kong movie. They're fun. Like it's yeah. You know, I'm like oh this this is great. Um, I really enjoyed this. I I, I flicked it on because I'm like oh, I wonder what they're gonna do with the series because it does live in the same universe as uh, as all the mm-hmm. uh, the monsterverse as they're calling it, um, and it takes place in 2015 just after the events of the first Godzilla movie after okay. San Francisco got, got wrecked. Um, and uh, it, I got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm really into it. Right. Uh, it stars uh, Kirk Douglas and um, no, not Kirk Douglas. It, uh, oh my God. Um, Jesus Christ. Monarch legacy of monsters. I got to pull it up here. I just said uh, a Kurt Russell. Thank you. And Wyatt Russell who we know from uh, oh. from Marvel uh, fame. Um, they play the same Father and Son. They play the same character decades apart, which I thought was really cool. Fucking smart. Um, which is
0: really really fun. So cuz Kurt Don't Russell use de-aging technology, no. you know. We've got we've got his biological son. I didn't
1: realize how much they looked alike too until there was one they there was so one much scene alike. where they had uh, uh, Kurt Russell driving a car and it it faded into Wyatt Russell driving a car as a, in a flashback and I'm like, "Holy shit. That's really They got there, it's there. I can see the relationship. He came from his balls. He came from, you his, know? That, he came from his balls. Um, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool because Kurt Russell's always like, yeah, we always get asked to play father and son. We've never gotten asked to play the same character. So to figure that's out cool. together who this character is at different points, like, that's been a fun thing for just for us as father and son to kind of and actors to go through together. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting. So it takes place in three different time periods, the uh uh the 2015, uh the 70s and the 50s. And it kind of follows Monarch as it gets started and then how it went off the rails and kind of uh and you get to see some other titans. So okay. I I'll say it's I'm I'm excited for this Friday episode 4 is coming out and I will be there to watch it. So
0: How many episodes are
1: there? Uh cr- I don't know in total for the season, but uh, four is coming out. I'm going to guess it's probably like a a 10 episode. Most Apple shows are about 10 episodes, so I'm going to guess it's probably that.
0: Yeah, I think it's probably 10. Based on IMDb, it says Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell are in 10 episodes. Spoiler. There you go. Okay, so none
1: of them die. Thanks, Doug, for that.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Spoiler alert!
1: Spoiler alert! Uh, yeah, what do you got? Yeah, Josh?
0: Natalie really likes Godzilla stuff, and I just showed oh, really. her the trailer for the new King Kong and Godzilla movie. And she's like, "We're going to the theater Jeez. to see that." I'm like,
1: "I love it! Okay, that's amazing." I just watched. The- I look
0: at the movie. I'm like, "Eh," you know. Oh, I
1: just watched the trailer for that one today too, and I'm just like, ah, yeah. "This is the least excited I've been for one of these, but okay."
0: Yeah. Hey, hey, King Kong's got a fucking mad He's metal got a like, no, he's gonna be punching some fucking balls. Yeah. She's like, why's Godzilla red? I'm like, I don't know, kid, I guess we'll have to find out. We'll find out in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> fucking find out. Yeah. So but I love that because I was like, she's gonna love this. Yeah. She's like, we gotta go to the movies to see this. <laughs> I so love like, the reaction right, to I'll go go with that. That. Like,
1: She's like, Dad, yeah. this is not a negotiable thing.
0: We're going. She goes, as soon as I turn around, she goes, is this a new Godzilla movie? I'm like, yeah. She's like, whoa. And she's just like her commentary through it. I wish I would have recorded oh, it. I she love was it. super into it. I love it. was it. so good. Uh, I'm going to recommend, like I said earlier, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, what a great film. Yeah. I understand why it won and the awards that it won because so fucking great. Just so creative, so well acted, uh, bizarre, funny, heartfelt, like just a great story. It was so, so well done. It's phenomenal and if you don't know much about it i'm not gonna tell you much about it just fucking watch it
1: it's great If you don't know it's much a, about a it it's very film. hard to describe much about it
0: it is <laughs> it's weird it deals with the multiverse yeah. i'll tell you that much so and i don't know i knew there was some weird elements to it and i thought there was some multiverse stuff to, but i did not expect
1: <laughs> what i got
0: and i'm like okay yeah. um, I'll just say i kind of enjoy fingers, being surprised by it. hot dog fingers i mean you can't go wrong with it um that was like that seemed to me almost like an improv film where they're like just pitching ideas <laughs> yeah. for different things, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, of course that exists." So I'm like, and, "And and you believe it because you're like, this is a multiverse where anything is possible. Right. Every like, every
1: possible thing that has happened can is there. Yeah,
0: is it's yeah. there. It's absolutely possible, which I find absolutely fascinating. Uh, interesting thing too, talking about uh, being surprised. I finally watched the movie Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood. Uh, uh, help me out. Which one was that? It? Uh, he plays. A cowboy. A 90, it's a western.
1: Ninety-two. <laughs> oh, that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's so funny because it was not what I expected.
1: <laughs> okay. What, uh, can I just um, ask how did you how did you happen across a western from nineteen ninety two? Like that's just, been that on my list to watch
0: for a while.
1: Just knowing you, it that won. seems very. Anti- I'm not into westerns. Anti typically. what Doug and 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 that era to like. 'Cause you like I like Tombstone and I like Maverick. <laughs> I like those two. <laughs> both really good films. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I, I like yeah. both of the is this just I would never yeah. in a million years would I have put this on what do I think Doug will be watching? Yeah,
0: it was it's been on my list for a while to to check out because I just I know it's like highly, you know, lauded. I think it was won awards. Okay. And it was—I think I, I was just looking for something to watch. I'm like, ah, fuck it, let's do it. It just—it was not what I expected. In a good way. And I don't know. I guess you know—you look at the the trailer and whatnot. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is gonna be some. It's just we're gonna be fighting. There's gonna be some gunfights. There's gonna be whatever. There's not much, you know. There's a lot of. There's a lot of interesting stuff with like history and, you know, your past and things like that. So that was kind of interesting. But I don't know. I'm still letting it marinate as to whether or not I really liked it or not. It's also not my genre. So that too. Six,
1: seven, eight, nine. Nominated for nine Academy Awards and won Uh, three, four, won four of them. Wow. uh, What? Best Picture, Best Director, uh, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, Screenplay, Art Direction, Cinematography, Film Editing, and Sound.
0: Dude, that's the same year Terminator 2 was out, Silence of the Lambs. One won
1: Best Picture. It's what it says here. I don't know. You got to be fucking shitting me. Get the D- fuck out of Doug here. Doug just got real angry at this movie. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe it was the 93 Academy Awards then. Because I don't know. Uh, Beats me. But... Yeah, Yeah, it was... Okay, 1993. Like, March 93 is when that one won. Because I was like... (laughs) Four films released in 92. Yeah, Yeah, I was like... (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) How dare you? I'm like, ah, what do we got here? We got fucking... uh, Last of the Mohicans. uh, Scent of a Woman. My Cousin Vinny. Unforgiven. Yeah, okay. That's cool. <laughs> I can allow it. I'll allow. I'll it. allow this this thing that happened yeah. twenty years ago to to stand, um, but whatever.
1: Either way, uh, shocked that you watched it. Shocked that it won so many awards, and I did not have come come across my radar at all. So I'll have to add this one. Yeah. yet another one you are making me add to my list, Doug. Okay.
0: okay, but can we can we order the list? Yeah. What do you, can I? Can we put this in order? Okay. Okay. Let's
1: let's, let's stack rank them. What, what Number do we one. Number
0: one. Across the Spider Verse. Okay. Alright, number two, Arcane. <laughs> Start there, and when you're done with that, we'll go through the rest. You're lagging all right. again.
1: What happened? What'd you say? God damn it! Don't do this to me! I need to talk to you about
0: those two, okay? And we'll go through the rest after, okay? Okay. They're all on Netflix! Go! Do it, do it, do it. Okay? Get it done. Folks, get in the comments <clears throat> and bug Justin. Tell him to get it done. He owes a debt.
1: Arcane is gonna be one that you're. Uh, this is gonna be a. This is gonna be a push for me, Doug. It's nine episodes, man. Uh, it's gonna be. They're a, like forty five minutes. It's gonna be a push for me. How's that gonna be a push? Because you've watched Avengers. Yeah, but Arca- I don't do a lot of animated shit, man.
0: I guess that's why these first two is gonna be a real challenge for you. You know.
1: I don't, <laughs> both, do, both I don't do a lot of animated shit. I do some like Spider Man yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs>
0: telling you you i i stand by my word on that all right i think you'll i think you'll enjoy it is it I is this it. uh
1: which is this considered um anime i
0: don't, I don't know anime is it's more like japanese i guess sort of stuff this i don't know if that really falls into the line with that it's animated it's an animated so series this is just but anime- i don't know if i'd call it anime. okay so
1: this doesn't fall into like any specific uh in anything that we've uh, nerded out on here before about, like you and no. Noah or, or anyone is okay. I I wouldn't
0: categorize it as that. Okay. Um, so, um, I don't know. All I don't right. know where the the defining lines are for it, but it's it's nine episodes. I think you're going to enjoy it. I really do. It's such it's, it's great, great voice acting, great storytelling, okay. fantastic animation. Those two, you're going to have just an orgy of amazing animation. Out of now, those what things.
1: if I watch Arcane first and then take forever to watch Spider-Verse? Will you be upset?
0: I will be upset if you take forever to do any <laughs> of this. So, clear your plans, you know, you, you have Monarch Legacy of Monsters on Friday, but then on Saturday, fucking get to well, work. Doug's, all right. Doug, it's,
1: it's, <laughs> what what the answer should have been is you got 2 fucking days until uh until Legacy of Monsters comes out. I should be able to get through.
0: I'm giving you a grace period. I'm Justin, just saying you, all you, right? you
1: should. You should hold my feet to the fire a little bit harder on this one.
0: You also got a fucking Christmas break coming up. All right. So
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking get to it. All right?
1: <laughs> all right. Fine.
0: Get to it. God damn it. Well, with that being said, this has been so great. Justin talking to you and having such a pleasant conversation. And, uh, you know, I don't feel bullied you all, or threatened at all. No, you, if you think Justin should be bullied or threatened, check us out on all our social media at Mind Gap Podcast. Uh, right out and say, Justin, fucking watch this shit. You know what's up. Doug knows what's up. Fucking check it out. Uh, check the link in the description below for our Discord, for our Patreon, for our merch at redbubble.com, and be sure to like and subscribe. We appreciate you. Uh, check out our uh, YouTube page for some wonderful clips from our recent my recent uh, stream of Lethal Company, which was a goddamn delight, and I cannot wait to uh, go back and play that again. That was so much fucking fun. Uh, we'll talk more about that in the future. Uh, so check all that stuff out and be sure to check out Justin online as well. On
1: Instagram at Justin underscore Michael spelled M I K E L. And while you're in the online realm, any place where you can find and consume quality podcast, you can find and consume us. Go ahead and like rate review, subscribe, share all those things. The sharing is the big one that we always ask you to do. People need to know we're out there in order for us to grow. So please, if you can just tell one person, Hey, there's a podcast I listen to. You should listen to it too. And you'll have done your job. So thank you in advance for doing that uh, to guilt you into it. And then TuiState.com, TuiState on all social media, LoveAnImprovFilm.com, film loveandimproffilm on Instagram.
0: Booyah, Kishah. And with that, I'll say, uh, Justin, thank Douglas, you. Douglas, thank you. Listeners, viewers, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.